Our Hebrew lesson this morning comes from Habakkuk, not a book that we read a lot in worship. Uh, It's one of the minor prophets of the Old Testament. And the context for the book involves the Babylonians who ruled in, in that time and who invaded Jerusalem and later completely destroyed it, which led to the exile of the Jewish people. Our reading today is a conversation between the prophet Habakkuk and God, where Habakkuk notices injustice, seeks God in the midst of it, and is given the instruction for the people of God to write a clear vision. And if that vision seems to not come quickly enough, to wait for it. For there is a vision, there is a way toward justice and wholeness in this situation according to God. The words become timeless for us today as we hear these instructions for ourselves and in our context. To know that we cherish children and honor them. To be burdened by the injustices we see where children are in poverty and their parents are without resources. And to actively seek to make a difference in their lives, moving us nearer God's dream for our world. With God's help and with the hopeful promise that the vision will come with time. So hear now these words from the prophet Habakkuk. The oracle that the prophet Habakkuk saw. O Lord, how long shall I cry for help and you will not listen? Or cry to you violence and you will not save? Why do you make me see wrongdoing and look at trouble? Destruction and violence are before me. Strife and contention arise. So the law becomes slack and justice never prevails. The wicked surround the righteous. Therefore judgment comes forth perverted. So I will stand at my watch post and station myself on the rampart. I will keep watch to see what God will say to me and what God will answer concerning my complaint. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision. Make it plain on tablets so that a runner may read it. For there is still a vision for the appointed time. It speaks of the end and does not lie. If it seems to tarry, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. Look at the proud. Their spirit is not right in them, but the righteous live by their faith. Moreover, wealth is treacherous. The arrogant do not endure. They open their throats wide as sheol. Like death, they never have enough. They gather all nations for themselves and collect all peoples as their own. This is the word the Lord has for us today. Thanks be to God. Our story this morning, our sermon, if you will, is going to be told in a creative way, in the way of encountering scripture called godly play. Our preschoolers, our threes and fours and young fives, hear a godly play story every Sunday morning. And this particular story is going to give us the opportunity to hear more about the prophets and their role in the life of the people of God. We have the gift this morning of Philip Garrett, who will tell our story. And as he tells this story, listen. Listen for God to call out to you, to make the vision clear, and to move you toward prophecy and advocacy and action for those in need of being made visible and in need of a voice. 
This is the desert box. There are so many wonderful and important stories that happen here. We really need to know what those are like. I wanted to bring the whole desert into the room this morning, but it was a little big. So we just have a little bit of the desert with us this morning. The desert is a really dangerous place. People don't go in there unless they have to. There's very little to eat there, so you get very hungry. And there's almost no water, so you can become very, very thirsty. The wind blows the sands around and it stings your skin. And the sun is so hot during the day that it scorches you. And it's so cold at night when the wind blows. And so people have to wear lots of layers of clothing to protect themselves against the sun and the wind and the heat, the cold and the stinging sand. The desert is a dangerous place. People don't go in there unless they really have to. This is Jerusalem. And this is the wall. This is Haran. This is Babylon. There were two great rivers, the Tigris and the Euphrates. Sometimes the people in the city of David, the city of the people of God, sometimes the people of God, they forget who they are. They try to hide from God, and they try to pretend like God isn't there. Sometimes, they even worship other idols. There are some people who come so close to God, and God comes so close to them, that they know what it is that God wants to say or do for the people. And they act the story and they tell the story in different ways. When King Solomon died, his kingdom was divided into two parts. There was a prophet, Ahijah, that came along and acted out a story that God wanted the people to know. He had a brand new cloak, and he cut this cloak into 12 pieces. Ten pieces represented the ten tribes in Samaria, around Samaria, that represented the northern kingdom. Two of those pieces represented the tribes around Israel in the southern kingdom, where Jerusalem was the capital. There were some other prophets, Elijah and Elisha. We don't have any of their words. Perhaps they didn't write them down, or perhaps their words were lost to us. But there are lots of prophets that they were written down, and those are things that have been passed on to us. 
So, I want to tell you about some of these prophets. And their words are written on four really important scrolls. And to remind us, we have four smaller scrolls with us here today. This one is really interesting. It has prophets, the words of 12 prophets written on it. This one is Isaiah. Not just one Isaiah, but there are three Isaiahs who wrote the words of this one. This one are the words of Jeremiah. And this one has the words of Ezekiel on it. So let's see what happened. One day, Jerusalem was surrounded by the Assyrians. They came to the city to conquer it, and the people were really afraid. But the Assyrians did not conquer the city that day. They went away. Jeremiah was there. Isaiah was there. And he told the people that the city was going to be conquered and that it would fall, and that most of the people would be taken away into exile, but a few of them would stay. So Jerusalem was not conquered by Assyria, but it was conquered by Babylon. And they came, and they took a lot of the people away into exile. The second Isaiah must have traveled with some of the people into Babylon. And that's where he wrote some more of his words to the people there. And he said that God was going to make a great highway straight in the desert and that one day they would go home. He was very hopeful. The third Isaiah must have been one of the ones that came back from the exile and returned to Jerusalem. They were not very happy to see him. They also weren't very happy to see the other people who had returned. The city was destroyed. The walls were black with the fires that the Babylonians had set. And he said that we have to prepare now for there to be a long time for us to be without a king. There are also the words of Jeremiah. Jeremiah was one of those who stayed in Jerusalem. And when the Babylonians came to conquer the city, he and his scribe Baruch left the city and they went to Egypt to stay there with some other people that they traveled with. He was very, very sad. But he also told the people that the city would fall but they wouldn't understand the stories that he had to tell to them. Then we also had Ezekiel. Ezekiel went to exile in Babylon. This is where he wrote his story. So he was still a prophet to the people that were there, even though he wasn't at home. Babylon was his home now. He said that it would be a long, long time before that they would turn, return to their home. But eventually, 
they would. And they would become like dry bones. And that they would rise up out of the desert and they would become like people again and walk back to their land. And these are the words of Ezekiel. And he told them that they would also, that Jerusalem would be destroyed and that he had a vision and a hope for them as well. These are most of the prophets of the Old Testament. It is so good to have the words of these that have been passed down to us. Prophets are still among us today, and they tell us the things that God wants us to know, the right ways to live and to die. Prophets are here today, talking to ministers and to rabbis and to priests and to rulers and to all the people of this world. There may even be some prophets among us today. Prophets are men and women. Prophets are boys and girls. So all of us may be or may be becoming prophets. This is the desert box. There are so many wonderful and important things that have happened in the desert. 